What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host, Noah, here to bring you guys the NBA Fantasy Basketball Week 2 preview. Um, If you didn't listen to Con and I's most recent Bench Chatter episode, uh, we did lay out how we're doing things a little bit different this season. Um, Con is, you know, a very busy man um, and has suddenly found himself, you know, with not a lot of free time. And, you know, this podcast is a bit of a commitment. You know, there's time put into these episodes between Colin and I, and um, Colin just doesn't really have the time to do these Sunday fantasy episodes, but that's okay. Uh, Colin and I will still be doing a weekly, you know, just talking ball episode, which I think, you know, are my favorite episodes to record. But at the end of the day, um, this whole fantasy basketball project really was, you know, like my kind of baby, my, you know, original thought. And... I could tell this was kind of coming, you know, last season, um, I was doing a majority of the work and that's, you know, that's not any kind of insult or anything to Colin. It's just, you know, I'm much more invested into this fantasy, uh, basketball world and I care about it a lot and I want to, you know, keep doing this content for you guys, um, and for myself and for my friends and anyone who listens, I'm truly appreciative, uh, because this is something that I really like to do and, I'm going to keep bringing you guys Sunday episodes, uh, week previews. Um, I'm looking into doing something a little different, hopefully, this season. Um, I want to start doing daily episodes, you know, recapping um, the night's games and then looking forward to the games that night. Um, you know, just telling you guys who to start, who to bench, if any injuries happened, who went off the night before, and then, you know, guys to potentially pick up for that night. Um, I really want to start doing that. And, you know, the only thing stopping myself is myself. Uh, Motivation is a pretty funny thing, uh, but I'm hopefully going to kick my ass in gear here pretty soon and start doing those daily fantasy episodes for you guys so you have, you know, a little piece of bench chatter content to handle every day. Um, I think that would be really cool. I think it would be honestly more helpful than the Sunday episode, but I do still think that these week previews do provide a lot of good, you know, content for you guys to help you win your fantasy basketball matchups. And for any new listeners, you know, welcome to Bench Chatter. I'm Noah. Um, I These Sunday episodes are a bit interesting. You know, we do a bit of schedule analysis. Um, and then we do guys, you know, we're taking a couple minutes to talk about. Uh, the actual segment is called Dudes We're Writing About This Week. And... Um, it's just a little bit more in-depth about guys, you know, you could potentially pick up uh, for not only this week, but looking far, farther out than one week. Um, and then I'll end it with, you know, just waiver wire guys that you could add over the week. Um, nothing really to talk about those guys, just names for you to potentially look out for if you need people to pick up that week. Um, so getting into the schedule analysis. Teams with four games this week, we're looking at Brooklyn, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Golden State, Houston, Indiana, Miami, Minnesota, the New York Knicks, Orlando, Philadelphia, San Antonio, and Utah. That's 15 teams. Uh, teams with three games, we're looking at Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Cleveland, both LA teams, Memphis, Milwaukee, New Orleans, OKC, Phoenix, Portland, Toronto, and Washington. That's 14 teams. And then teams with two games, we are looking at the Sacramento Kings. Uh, getting into the number of teams playing each day. On Monday, we have 16. Tuesday, we have 8. Wednesday, we have 20. Thursday, we have 8. Friday, we have 22. Saturday, we have 14. And Sunday, we have 16. 
Um, the back-to-backs, which are actually, I think, one of the most important parts of this entire schedule analysis. Um, back-to-backs are important because, you know, you can pick a guy up. You can use one player acquisition and get two games out of a guy. That's very good value. And honestly, a lot of weeks are decided on, you know, whose players are playing the most games and how can you maximize, you know, your player acquisitions um, to maximize the amount of games that you're playing. Because at the end of the day, if you play more games than your opponent, you have a better shot of winning. Um, So Monday, Tuesday, no back-to-backs. Tuesday, Wednesday, we're looking at Detroit. Wednesday, Thursday, we have Brooklyn and Miami. Thursday, Friday, no back-to-backs. Friday, Saturday, we're looking at Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, Indiana, Milwaukee, Philly, Utah. Saturday, Sunday, we're looking at Dallas and Golden State. Uh, Sunday, Monday, we're looking at Detroit, Houston, the Clippers, and Washington. And those Sunday, Monday back-to-backs are actually pretty important as well because, you know, Sunday's the last day of the fantasy week. Monday's the first day of the fantasy week, so if you pick a guy up on Sunday... You're getting him not only for that last day of your current fantasy week, but you're also getting him on Monday for your first day of your new fantasy week. So definitely keep Detroit, Houston, the Clippers, and Washington in your mind. Um, Looking at the low-volume game days, we have Tuesday with four games and Thursday with four games. Uh, So Tuesday and Thursday are those low-volume game days where you're not going to have a lot of guys. Um, So you're really going to want to be... You know, actively looking on those days to who can you pick up to help you, you know, just gain that slight advantage over your opponent and teams who play on those low volume game days. We have the Dallas Mavericks who have four games on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, guys, you know, potentially from the Mavericks that you could be looking to pick up are Dorian Finney Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., JaVale McGee, Reggie Bullock, and Maxi Kleba. Um, Golden State Warriors have four games on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. And guys you could potentially be looking to pick up from them are James Wiseman, a Kavon Looney, a Jamichael Green, um, a Jonathan Kuminga if you're in a deeper league, a Moses Moody. Uh, The Los Angeles Clippers have three games on Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Guys, you could look from the Clippers. The Clippers are a very deep team, guys. Um, Ivaka Zubak, who has been having a very good start to the season. John Wall, Norman Powell. Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris Sr., and then the Oklahoma City play three games this week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And you could be looking at an Alexis Pokashevsky, um, a guy who the fantasy b-ball subreddit simultaneously loves this guy and also hates this guy, I feel like. Uh, Darius Basley, Trey Mann, Kenrich Williams. Um, So those are all potential guys you know, you could be looking to pick up this week to give you that advantage on those Tuesday, Thursday, low-volume game days. Um, getting into dudes we're writing about this week. My first guy is Nick Richards of the Charlotte Hornets, who's 18% roster on Yahoo right now and 2% roster on ESPN currently. And honestly, I wouldn't have predicted that Nick Richards was going to be the backup Hornets big man that I was going to be writing about this early on in the season. Um... I thought rookie Mark Williams, center out of Duke, that the Charlotte Hornets took in the first round, would be seeing more of the court than he currently has so far. Um, through three games, Mark Williams has actually only seen four minutes, um, and that was in the first game. He actually hasn't played a single minute in the last two games, uh, which is honestly a decent move. Many times, uh, rookie big men have some of the hardest actual adjustment periods to the league. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's hurtful for a big man's development to rush him into the pace of the NBA and just, you know, the upgrade.
upgrade and just skill and experience level. So I'm okay with, you know, the Hornets slowly bringing Mark Williams along, but that has left, you know, a lot of minutes open for Nick Richards, who has assumed that backup center role. Uh, through three games, Nick Richards is averaging 12.5 points and 8 rebounds and right around 23 minutes a night. Um, he's certainly not, you know, as flashy as some of the other guys that you could potentially pick up. But if Richards can maintain getting that, you know, around 20 minutes per game mark, um, I think he's going to be a low-end, you know, double-double threat on a pretty nightly basis because Mason Plumley is that team's current starting center, and, you know, he's not amazing. The Hornets are looking, you know, to get quality big man play out of anyone on the roster at this point. And I think Nick Richards is playing well enough right now to where he can warrant, you know, staying around that 20 minute per game mark. Uh, the second guy that I am writing about this week is Mr. Bruce Brown, who is on the Denver Nuggets, spent last season on the Brooklyn Nets. He is currently 20% roster on Yahoo and 3.4% roster on ESPN. Uh, one of my personal favorite signings of the offseason. Uh, Brown is a really good guy, not only for fantasy, but in also real life. He just fills in, you know, the holes in a roster. Um, if Jokic, you know, is the bricks of the foundation of the Nuggets, you know, Bruce Brown is, you know, that concrete that's helping fill in some of the cracks. Uh, last season in Brown's 22 games after the All-Star break, he averaged 14.7 points. Six rebounds, three and a half assists, 1.2 steals, and 1.1 blocks. Um, I expect Bruce Brown to be a pretty important piece for this Nuggets team, as he is a very avid cutter, which is something you want around a Jokic with his passing ability. And you know, avid cutters are very important, and he provides very solid stonk numbers. Um, and if you're not familiar familiar with stonks, you know, it's steals, blocks, stonks, um, which are always important for, you know, any kind of cat league you're in. You're always looking for more steals. You're always looking for more blocks. Uh, Brown can play and defend multiple positions, meaning that, you know, he, he has a lot of value for this Denver Nuggets team. And I see that translating to a lot of minutes this season for Bruce Brown. And, you know, given the shaky injury history of MPJ and Jamal Murray coming off a serious injury, I expect Bruce Brown to contribute a lot to this Nuggets team. Um, and I'm kind of just, you know, waiting for, you know, some more data, some more games out of Bruce Brown. I want to see more how, you know, how he plays with Jokic, how he can gel with Jamal Murray and the other members of that team. But I think Bruce Brown eventually will, you know, be much higher than his 20% rostered on Yahoo. Uh, last guy we're going in depth about this week is Terrence Ross, 16% roster on Yahoo, 2.5% roster on ESPN. He plays for the Orlando Magic. Uh, Ross is someone who is massively benefiting at the moment from the Magic front court just being very thin. Gary Harris, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs earlier this week tweaked his ankle all out. Um, Ross has played over 30 minutes in all three of Orlando's games so far this season. He scored in double digits in all three games. Uh, putting up a 29-point performance in his most recent game against the Celtics. With how high his usage is right now, I think Ross is a great addition this week, you know, if you need points or threes. Um, and the Magic also have four games this week, so Terrence Ross very easily, you know, could go off this week uh, with how much he is, you know, shooting the ball and how thin uh, the Magic are in the front court at the moment. Getting into the waiver wire pickups for this week, 
Uh, we have the aforementioned guys I mentioned for those four teams earlier, and we also have Nicholas Claxon, um, a guy who is seeing starting center minutes for the Nets. Um, I think he has been having a very productive start to the season so far, um, and I would definitely look at Nicholas Claxon. We have Jaden Ivey. We have Santi Aldama, who's currently filling in at that starting four role for the Grizzlies. He's had a couple fantastic games so far. Um, you know, he's more of a temporary piece until Jaron Jackson Jr. gets back, but of course, you know, we've, we've been fooled by Jaron Jackson Jr. and the Grizzlies before, you know, saying he could potentially come back sooner than he has. So if Aldama is available in your league, you know, I would definitely take a look at him. Uh, we have John Conchar of the Grizzlies as well. We have Dennis Smith Jr., who's, you know, helping fill some of those guard minutes for the Hornets until LaMelo Ball gets back. We have Josh Richardson on the Spurs. We have Kevin Hoyter of the Kings. Um, if you need threes and points, Kevin Hoyter might just be your man. Um, you know, playing that starting two role for the Kings, he's a very consistent role, and he's going to hit a lot of threes this season. Uh, Grant Williams. We have Jalen Duren, the center for the Detroit Pistons, one of their first-round picks, along with Jaden Ivey. Uh, I honestly expect Jalen Duren to potentially become that starting center for the Pistons at some point, if not this season, definitely the next. And he is another guy that is going to be like a low double-double threat. And I think the more he just plays with Cade and Jaden Ivey, the more uh, pressure that is going to be put upon the Pistons to actually, you know, play this guy, you know, maybe close to 30 minutes a night. So I would definitely keep an eye out for Jalen Duren. Um, a bit of homer pick here, but this is a guy who's been playing absolutely on fire to start the season so far, and that is Benedict Matherin, a.k.a. Hemi Turner, a.k.a. Hemi Johns, a.k.a. Hemothy. Um, go get Benedict Matherin right now if you can. Um, he may not be the most efficient guy, but he is putting up absolute points, and I love it. I love him. Six-round draft pick. He's going to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, what's more to say? Uh, next guy, we have Lonnie Walker the fourth from the Lakers. Kelly Olenek from the Jazz. Emmanuel Quickly. Andrew Nembard. Joshua Primo. Trey Murphy the third, Jared Vanderbilt. Isaiah Hartenstein. Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Chetty Osman. And Ayu Dosumo. And... That's really all I got for you guys this week. You know, week two preview. Um, as the weeks go along, you know, I'll be able to, you know, more precisely lock down on who the guys that you guys need to be picking up and who you need to be looking at. But, you know, with only three, four games so far, it's it's not enough games yet to really identify, you know, who's, who's hot this season, who are the sleepers, stuff like that. So just stay tuned for, you know, more content. I'm in love that the NBA is back. I'm hyped. Um, and expect a lot more fantasy content from myself this season. Um, I really want to start, you know, producing different types of shows along with this uh, week preview. And, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. Uh, leave us a like. Leave us a rating. And if you have any questions, you know, you can find us on Twitter. You can also find the Bench Chatter Pod Reddit post that you could leave your questions under. And yeah, have a great week, guys, and thank you for listening.